0: hello welcome back to the sunday edit podcast my name is maggie and i am with my co-host faith and this is part two with our very first guest my brother ian
1: what's up everyone
0: and hopefully you got to listen to our part one of ethical and sustainable fashion and we're just going to dive right in to the second part of this so Ian, you um your role you live in california And you work with um, a ministry out there in, in Huntington Beach. And your role now, amazingly, is basically to create the clothes. You're, well, why am I talking? Just tell us what you're doing in fashion.
1: Yeah. So for me, I've always been like wanting to be in the fashion scene. I love clothing, I love designing, I love all different things. And I'm planning on having my own clothing line at some point in the next, hopefully five years is like, like the the goal and the dream to have something up in the next couple of years as well. But so I'm currently out there with the ministry in California. And so in this ministry, Maggie and Faith have both been a part of it, which is cool. But so I'm part of the media and merch team. So I do graphic design, but I also do design on all the merch. So I design all the merch with my friend, Danny, and a couple of other people as well. So we have a merch team, but I'm one of the designers for that. And so I'm designing this, like the clothes board and everything. So for myself, I've learned a lot in the past like year on what that actually looks like to be in a place where technically I'm actually making clothes technically. So it's like looking at like how the whole process goes and it's been really cool to be a part of it because it's like what I thought of how you create clothes and how you do everything was so backwards. I thought that you just like come up with the designs. It's like, man, I'd love to see this on a hoodie. And then you just like buy the hoodie and you do it. But it's actually like backwards because like it's fun because the way that you go about designing, the way you go about picking, is like we actually start from the beginning of like, okay, who are we, what are we trying to, like, you you look at the season, you know, like, that's why you, when you see all these, like, the high class, like, fashion, it's like you got, like, Louis Vuitton, um, Gucci. Gucci, like, all, Prada, all these different things. When they have their fashion shows, it's always a spring line and their fall line. It's like, okay, like, you start off by looking at, like, I'm learning that you have to look at, like, if we're making clothes for our tours which are usually in the winter when we have our teams go out because it's like a home ministry thing but we want to take stuff with us it's like okay like well what is going to sell better it's like well it's winter so we probably want to sell a hoodie or like a crew neck and so it's like fun because what i do is like i get to learn the whole process of like hey from the get-go we're going to learn we're going to say what is the vision for this drop of clothing like how are we going to go about it what do we want to have on it and the design comes later but you're actually first off picking like who are our people that we're going to buy our blanks from like our blank pieces of clothing, like who are we going to get our hoodies from? Always been things like I'm learning. So you have LA apparel, shocker wear, comfort colors, independent. These are like different places that all sell blank clothing. And so for us as a ministry, because I'm also a part of a ministry, it's like, okay, like, from my part, like, I'm learning from Maggie, what sustainable and ethically made clothing looks like. Now I'm a part of this ministry. And I'm like, hey, like, if you really think about it, like one, it is like a Christian ministry, for one thing, so people are going to look at it. But then two, it's like, if people are wanting to buy their clothes and people are more aware of sustainable and ethically made, we're going to miss. An, and like, because secondly, we are kind of trying to, we're trying to make money for our, our movement as well. On a business side of things, you got to look at it in that way. It's like, we're going to miss an entire target of, agenda of, of people if we don't make sure that these pieces are sustainably and ethically made. And, and not just because. We need to make more money but like for myself i'm like well i don't want to be i'm not i'm personally not going to buy the merch that i design if it's not sustainable and ethically made that's just me personally not not because it doesn't look good or anything like that i'm like if it's not even from there like i'm not even going to buy it personally and so those are things that i've been leaning to like really look into it's like okay like as a movement how are we going to design our clothes are they going to be sustainable sustainable and ethically made because if you think about the people that want to buy that they're going to be more inclined to buy it And then people that don't know about it, they're still probably going to buy it because there you go, like, they don't really care as much and that's okay. Um, but it's really cool because I've been learning the process. Like you go from there and then you pick like the design. So like I've been getting, been able to like learn about collaborating when it looks like in fashion and like we've collaborated with different people. And like, we've learned about like screen printing. Like there's a lot of things that for me personally, that I would love to learn about and I've gotten to learn about in the past year. Um, but it's so cool because it's like, I'm learning. Okay. Like I get to see a piece of clothing go from point A to point B like from point eight of the finish line all the way, like knowing how to get that whole piece from we want to make a hoodie to the hoodie's now finished and it's in our hands and we're going to sell it. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool because it's like, even in the thing of like customer service as well, in a sense as well, like with, when it comes to shipping and in-person sales and stuff like that as well, it's cool to be in that scene and actually see how it works and the different dynamics as well. And it's fun to be able to like, actually, like, as an, like, I mean, I'm a creative and like, I love seeing, it's really humbling to be able to see like my pieces that I wanted like have worked on and designs are actually going to be are printed, currently printed and we're actually doing inventory next week, which is cool. So seeing that scene is really cool to see like how I can actually choose to influence it. Because like when we're taking these pieces and selling them, like it's going all over the United States. So it's like, this is a legit business and it's a, like, we're actually seeing real people buying our clothes and actually people wanting it. And then even, like, within person, like, in the ministry, we do Monday nights, which is, like, this whole corporate gathering that we have in Huntington Beach where people can come, kind of like a church service, and, the like, community's invited. And so it's fun to be, like, in that scene when we set up our merch table and see people come to the table and, like, what they're wanting to buy and people asking questions of, like, like, I've had people ask, like, you know, is this sustainable? Is it not? And, like, I can be, like, happy to be, like, yeah, it is. And so, like, it's cool to see that as well, that it's, like, it's not just, like, do it, does it really matter if we get a hoodie from... Like personally, if I could choose anything of where I'd want to get my blanks from, it's LA Apparel. LA Apparel is all sustainable and ethically made clothing, which is good and also fits well. So like if you're talking about hoodies, like it's learning like the weight sizes of hoodies and the fabrics that go into it. So for me personally, I look into this. If you want blank clothing, just especially if you like neutrals, look at LA Apparel. They're amazing. I love it. Um, but it's definitely been a lot. It's been really cool to like learn about that this whole scene and then continue to do it. And then for myself personally, like with my own clothing line, when I end up doing it, which is already in the process, I'm starting that it's like, for me, like, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm it's so much more worth it to make pieces that are actually sustainable and ethically made because I want from the foundation of like my clothing line to the public that they can see like from the get go, like everything is going to be out in the open. Like you can see, I'm not cutting any corners, like how we get this it's to be sourced well made well. And even giving opportunities to people as well in that process as well of what it looks like to actually you know get those pieces designed as well and so it's definitely it's fun like i'm learning a lot and it's definitely new for me um and i'm excited to see like where i go in the next couple years with that as well um but it's definitely fun like i love i love fashion i love getting to learn about it i love getting to see i don't know And even just like for myself i love to see like the confidence people get when they wear something i think it's fun to like you know hype somebody up when you're trying to sell something as well not just because you want to get money but just like hyping someone up of like maybe they would never buy this and it's like hey that looks really good on you like personally i was like i think that looks great and then you get to like see someone feel like yeah you know what i do like this a lot and you kind of get to hype them up a little bit and so i think that's fun i think it's fun to like i always like to put a twist on it and like for myself too like i'm into it as well so like i'm on TikTok, so i make like outfit of the day kind of stuff so i kind of show what i'm wearing for the day stuff like that but i like it because Almost Sorry. no. Go ahead. I was just
0: going to interrupt. Um, if you don't follow him on TikTok or Instagram, you should because they are so cool. He does fits with friends and it is amazing, literally amazing. And Faith and I actually got to be on one of them and I just feel really honored and I can't wait for more. Okay. That's all.
1: I'm not, and I'm in no way <laughs> have a lot of followers on those at all, but I just like to have fun with it. Faith and Maggie have been on it, which is fun. But I was like, it's kind of fun. Cause like personally, I like when I post it because I, all my, my whole closet, it's like 95% of it's thrifted. The only reason i say 95 percent is because the only thing that i usually buy new nowadays is shoes which i do need to find more shoes that are maybe not like from like like i, I love nike and i love what they do but i'm also like there's been things i've been finding out recently i'm like oh no like I didn't shoes, from there, which is that's a whole different thing there but i like it because i know what pieces i'm wearing it's like they're all pieces from my closet or things from like fifth stores or flea markets that i've been to that i like to make like you'll see similar pieces that i've worn like this shirt but i've worn it with a different pair of pants stuff like that so it's just fun And so I think if you're not in the fashion scene and you're not like, you know, like Faith was saying earlier, like, you know, not really like into like the whole style thing, like that's okay. But I will say if you want to get into it, it's a lot of fun. It's like you get to express yourself through it. And it's just like, it's a fun way to just kind of be, I don't know, just like step into something you've never done before. And like, I think that's what's so, there's so much permission for people to step into it because even if you've never done it before and you find something that you like, it's like. This is just my personal way of how I look at fashion, 90% of fashion and what you wear in the day is actually like 90% of what it looks like is going to come from your confidence. And like, if you like the outfit, it's like, if you're wearing an outfit out 90%, like people are going to tell if you like the outfit or not. And I think the outfit will actually be fire or not. If people can tell if you're confident in it or not, Mm -hmm. that's just how I personally view it. That's just my personal thing of like, I've worn like, I I can totally see something where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And like, I might walk out the door. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna send it. This might be fire, and I'm confident in it. And then someone's like, "Oh my gosh, I love how you styled that." And I'm like, "Oh yes, it was worth it." Not that I'm going for searching for compliments, but it's fun to like kind of throw things together and just see how it is. And yeah, so I'd say that's kind of what I'm doing and my view on everything. But yeah.
0: Well, I think you mentioned your shoes, and I want to touch on that because I think it's important. Because I I don't want to be a hypocrite in any sense of the word, where you know, we're talking about this and, you know, oh, I buy ethical and sustainable clothes. There are times when I buy things that are not, you know, a five out of five on good for you or good on you. What is that? Good, good on you. There we go. Um, because for whatever reason, like my vans, I've done some research. I think they're they're getting better, um, but I do wear vans. And so I don't want to like be up on my high horse saying I all like a hundred percent of the things that I buy are from, you know, top notch ethical and sustainable companies because I don't think that's, that's fair to say that. Um, but I would say 98% of it is. And I think the whole, you know, the whole conversation with, you know, like faith, what you were saying, how we're not judging people based on where they're at in, in this line, you know, um, with figuring figuring it all out and where what they know and everything like that is, um, you know, no one is perfect and we, we don't live in a perfect world. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to, you have to realize that you, you can't get it a hundred percent right all the time. If that makes sense. For sure.
2: Yeah, that's good. And I, and this is coming from someone I am not a thrifter, so that is not a way I practice to sustain it. I can't do it. My brain, when I walk into a fluorescent lit store with clothes everywhere, I just I like check out and I get drained physically.
0: Interesting.
2: I don't thrift at all. Um That is, yeah,
0: actually, I don't think I've ever thrifted with you or at least it's been like super rare, rare. I don't know. No, I don't think so. So I just, well, I will say thrift stores definitely smell like old people, like old grandma curtains. Right. It gives me a headache sometimes.
2: I love how creative people, like the fact that they can see something and say, oh yeah, this is going to look so fire. I love that for you. I don't have that in my brain. So therefore, I will find sustainable brands where I can buy freshly new things. Um, there you go. There you go. Just rewear what I have. But I think this is a great conversation because it's something we all three are really passionate about, and we all practice in different ways. Like Maggie, you're a huge advocate on social media and a huge consumer of sustainable and ethical clothing. Ian, you're stepping into the process of making clothes, selling clothes and all that fun stuff. Um, I'm kind of in corporate fashion. So I get to see how big theme brands are um, doing sustainability. And I love that my company really does practice it and it's on their website and I read it. I'm like, yes, guys yes we're doing it um so yeah we're all in in different places and and hopefully um our listeners can identify where they're at on their journey and just at least to be aware you know not to say that we're making you move anywhere but just to be aware of like oh yeah i really do shop that way or right. or know. like oh wow
0: i had no idea that's really interesting i'm going to look this company up that i love or I'm going to, because like when, when brands work or when people reach out to me and want to work with me, if I, I scour their website and I'm like, okay, so what is this company all about? What is their ethics? What is their sustainability practices? And if I can't find anything, typically that means that they are not ethically made or sustainably made, but I will email them and I will say, Hey, I love your pieces. I think they're great, but I do need more information and I need to know, and you need to break down your like... Who's getting paid what and where and how? how is it made? And I think it's it's good to start scouring the internet and scouring your favorite companies and really looking and asking questions, I think is really important. I think a really good book that I... Um, a good resource would be, number one, the True Cost documentary. Number, t- number two, it's called... It's a book called... Um, the Conscious Closet, and it's a great read. Number one, you can find out what kind of your, like your style, whether you're very trendy, you're traditionalist, or you're more like capsule wardrobe vibes. But also it talks a lot about the ethical and sustainable side of fashion, and it's wonderful. So I would say those two are really great resources for sure. Um, And then obviously like websites and and all that stuff. But uh yeah, I don't know if feel will I feel good about it. Any last words, Ian?
1: I would say just for the advocate of a thrifter, <laughs> I would say this: be patient with it. This is what I found. Thrifting is like fishing. It's it sounds weird, but it's okay. real. No, no, no. Listen, because when you step into it, because I actually I literally just had a conversation with someone last night. Um, what's the guy's name from your coffee shop? <laughs> the friend, Dalton. Dalton and I were talking about this Dalton if you listen to this which you should this is for you <laughs> this is good so it was Dalton. funny because he was like we were talking about it, it was really funny I was just like the like say it real quick but it was funny because i we talking about thrifting he's like yeah I'm not really into thrifting I think you have to be good at it and I was like yes not really though because thrifting is like fishing like there's pieces that I still want that I like because I kind of look at it like I know what style I like I know what I like to wear I know what I want and so like what's nice about it too is like I think as you said earlier is that I think when it comes to consumerism as well, that feeds into fast fashion and things like that as well, is that if you're actually being like, Okay, like I really want this shirt and since it might cost more, like if it's sustainably I made, it lets it lets you pause for a minute and think like, is it worth my money to buy this? And then you're also in that moment of pausing and like thinking about it, like you're not actually like feeding into just like the consumption of like getting more quick clothes that are cheaper. Like you could probably find a really dope you could probably find a silk shirt that would look like the one you're talking about on Shein, but it's not sustainably made and it's $3, but then in reality, like you were like, okay, but it's so much more worth it to pause for a second and not just feed into like buying bulk off of Shein, you know, or different places like H&M, things like that. So with thrifting, like that's how I kind of view it as well. Of, like for myself, of like, I'm not just going to go spend a ton of money because it's cheaper and not because it's not sustainable, ethically made, but it's like, also like I get to think about like, what pieces do I want to get? Like, is it going to add to my closet or not? Will I wear it? Am I not going to wear it? Will it end back up in the thrift store? Or will end up in the trash somewhere you know stuff like that of like thinking about that thing but it's funny because i say it's like fishing because with the fishing it's like you're not always going to catch something so for myself like there's a pair of pants that i really want out of thrift store i don't want to buy them new because they're really expensive but they're Carhartt double knees and i like they're at flea markets and they're at this stores as well but they're really dope worker pants is there's just a dope pair of pants in general i've been wanting them i haven't bought them and i'm waiting for six months to buy them because i'm like at the end of the day like it's not because they're not sustainable ethically made at all but I'm like, for myself, like, I don't really feel like buying it new because it's just they're expensive and new. And so I was like, but I know I could get them for cheaper. And so it's like, even like this shirt, like I wanted a camo shirt for a long time. And it was dope because my friend James was, he's a reseller. So he goes and thrifts and then he resells. So then for me, I was like, I could support my friend. And so I bought it from him for way cheaper than it would have been new. And so it's fun because like, when you look at thrifting as well, it's just like, if you really want to get into thrifting, that's all about looking at the tags, which people don't know about. Of like if you know like the brand like crewnecks like russell russell sports you know those yep. russell sports crewnecks are dope and they're clean and awesome and everything but it's funny because like when it comes to thrifting thrifting it's like you look at the tags so if you have a gold r on a russell tag that means that that's from the 90s or 80s style so like even in that of like so that means that this has been worn and made a while ago and then you're actually feeding into like okay like i just bought something from the 80s and like that's kind of dope and it gives that vintage thing So I would just say, I think thrifting for anyone listening, if you want to get into it, it's fun. Look into it. I love it. If not faith, I encourage you, if you ever want to, and you so dare step into a thrift store, you should try it. Because you may find something, especially in California. If you come down to LA, to a thrift store in LA, you never know if some rich person just threw their stuff in the thrift stores. Like my friends have found things that are like in the thrift store that you probably not find because like it's LA. Like you never know. But I would say if you so dare. I encourage you to try it. <laughs> it's so fun and I love it, but you don't have to. You can stick to buying the way you do, but you know. <laughs>
0: There's a little challenge for you. We'll go, Faith, when you come out here to Colorado.
1: We'll go.
2: Yeah, but all you have is like granola stuff, so. You know what?
1: Wait till she comes to California. We'll we'll all three go because that way we can have a thrift store out in California. Not that Colorado doesn't have thrift stores here, but. It's harder to find. Yeah,
2: stuff. and I can have moral support because if I ended up, if I end up like melting down, I need some encouragement. Face in the corner, like crying. gonna <laughs> be
1: the, <laughs> I I the front door, being like, I can't do it. I I can't. <laughs> I, it's too bad the fluorescent lights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fluorescent <laughs> lights. Oh and my word. So fun,
2: just to like wrap up. Is it so fun to have people to talk about it with? So. If you don't have a friend at the moment that is all about sustainable and ethical fashion, now you do. You have three friends right here. True. Who will will up your sustainable purchases as long as you're not going in debt over it. Right. Um, yeah, Maggie's multiple occasions. She goes, So I found a sweater.
0: Oh, it's, it's always
2: the dang money. sweater. Yeah. Like it's this much money. Is it worth it? So. And I
0: sit on it. I do. I think about it. And then I basically every time say, Yeah, it's 100% worth it. <laughs> Yeah. And then click and it's at my door. Yeah. to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. <laughs> but they're all, Hey, you know what? Whoever made it can sleep well tonight. So that's what I care about.
2: Right. But yeah, we just thought this was an important conversation to have. And I really enjoyed it. I think I am leaving with a challenge for myself and it, I already practiced sustainability and ethical fashion. However you say that. But even um, just stepping out, because I mentioned to you guys that like my wardrobe is pretty plain out of fear, and I was like, that's so dumb.
0: Right. So
2: my challenge is to step out with more confidence in mm. and, and things I actually want to wear, but I just don't because I'm scared.
0: Okay. Well, 2023 has a lot in store for you as far as fashion you know, goes. Sweet. I can't wait to see the outfits.
2: First up, purple coat. Purple coat. Let's go.
0: I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Sunday at podcast. Ian, thank you so much for being here. We really, really appreciate you and stay tuned for next month. It is going to be, well, should we give a little sneak peek, not a sneak peek, but like tell them what it's about or no, you can. Okay. Well, it's pretty obvious because it's February, which means it is the month of love. AKA we're doing a relationships podcast. It's going to be wonderful, juicy, all of the things. So keep that in mind. Uh, I hope everyone's first month of the year will be amazing. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Till next time.